Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money, but are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. Mo Kelly in for John and Ken. And I think it's appropriate that I talk about this next story. And I also have the benefit of having Deborah Mark here to talk about it with me. You may not know this, but in previous years, Deborah Mark and I would talk about our love of cruises. Yes. And we would say, so where are you going this year? My wife and I, we would try to take a cruise each year. We try to hit a different continent each year. And Deborah, Mark, and I, we would compare like, oh, you're going to this part of the world. We're going to this part of the world. We have our preferential cruise lines and and the pluses and minuses of it. So I can say that Deborah, Mark, and I, we kind of know this cruising thing real well. I've been about maybe five or six cruises, I think two on Carnival. Didn't like either of those, and I'll get to that in a second. But for the most part, my wife and I, we like Royal Caribbean. You have not done a river cruise yet, right? No, I have not. You are missing out. I hear those are, are like Viking cruises are very good that I hear. I haven't done a Viking cruise, but I've done other river cruises. And I don't think I'll ever go on a big ship again after doing, I've done two river cruises. I love them. It's important you say that when you say going on a big ship. When I would go on a Royal Caribbean cruise, the downside of Royal Caribbean is that they have these like mammoth city-sized ships. There's one I went on. I can't remember the name of it. It had a literal shopping mall in the center of the ship. You can forget that you're actually on a ship or at sea. It's good as far as things to do, but you're dealing with a good 
two, three thousand other people. It's kind of like an amusement park. If I'm going to deal with that many people, I would rather it be on Royal Caribbean than uh, Carnival. And I'm just going to tell the truth here. They cater to a different clientele. If you were to like put it this way, what do you mean? How, how can I say this without being too offensive? You can't. <laughs> okay, put it this way: Carnival Cruises is like Figueroa, oh. <laughs> and Royal Caribbean is like the hotel talent, more mm. upscale. Put it that way. Oh. Read into that however you want. No. But Carnival Cruises, uh, my wife and I, we tried to avoid them, but there's sometimes they go out of port and go to certain locations, which are just advantageous and may fit our schedule. Like we did a Mexican Riviera cruise and it was Carnival Cruises and it was right out of like San Pedro. So it was real easy. We just drove down via uh, um, Uber and got on the ship, which made it real convenient as opposed to flying into Miami like we did to go to Puerto Rico. Great mm. cruise. But, you know, they're just different things you have to consider. So when I read a story, and I know you have too, Deborah Mark, about this carnival cruise, specifically carnival, in which you had a brawl of some 60 people. And I saw the video. It's like, damn, damn, damn. And they were fighting allegedly over a threesome, which happened between passengers. I guess they didn't know each other. It wasn't like they went... As friends on the ship, I guess these two people met on the ship and, you know, there was a threesome that came out of it. And I guess the significant other who wasn't made part of the foursome, I guess, or something like that, got jealous, got mad with good reason, mind you. And then wanted to beat somebody's ass. And then it started with like two or three people fighting and it turned into 60 people fighting. It started on the fifth. When I was talking about the massive size of these ships, it started on the fifth deck of the ship. And it went all the way down to the first deck. So they were fighting their way down the ship. 60 people. All I can say is I've been on a ship and I can, I know what that could look like. I've never been in a fight on a, on a cruise ship. I'm just saying that had to have been so out of control. There aren't that many deck hands. There aren't that many cruise staff people available. I could see how it spiral out of control because there aren't enough people to stop it. It's not like you're at a football game where you have security everywhere. No, no, no. It's not, it's not like that. You have, for the most part, young people who work and live on the ship. There's not an overbearing security presence, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. And then you throw in all the alcohol. You got people completely out of control. Oh, yeah. And we say throw in the alcohol. When, when we get on the ship, most people have purchased drink packages as part of it. So you don't have to, like... You don't have to pay for drinks. You'll show them your 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 ship ID, which has your your number, your room number, and your account, and you just show them that. It's like on a lanyard, and then they just scan it, and it goes, okay, you have the gold package. So you don't pay for it. You may give a tip or something, but you can literally drink all day long into the night. I've had drink packages back in my earlier days where I would have maybe nine, ten drinks in a day. Wasn't real smart. Wasn't a good idea, but you could, and if you have these younger folks who are doing that, I'm quite sure they were highly inebriated at that point. So I can understand how it would happen, why it would happen, why stuff would happen. All of a sudden, you meet someone, and next thing you know, you're back in the cabin, you know, bumping uglies. 
But 60 people? It's unbelievable. Is it just you? like two people start fighting or the three of them start fighting and they bump into someone, someone's drunk, they've been drinking, you know, 10, 15, and they're like, oh, I'm fighting too. Well, I mean, it could be that. I'm like, oh. Yeah, I don't know if it was like a group of people traveling as part of a package. Like you'd have, a, you know, there are groups of people they do trips and tours together. It could have been that. I don't know how many people knew each other or not. I don't know. I just saw the video, but I don't know how many of them actually knew each other. Now, I've been on cruises and you get to meet people and you may start going to meals with one another and you develop friendships and rapports. It could have been a function of that. But uh, uh, Tim Conway Jr. was asking me last night, so when are uh, my wife and I are going to start cruising again. I don't know for any number of reasons. One, because she's a germaphobe and post-COVID makes it real difficult. And Deborah Mark is raising her hand. A lot of the quote-unquote appeal of the cruising life is you can get food whatever you want, but it's mostly buffet style. They have a formal sit-down meal portion to cruises, but that's not really um, all that attractive. No, and the other thing that... The reason I wouldn't want to cruise right now is just the COVID protocols because you still have to get tested. Can you imagine? We were supposed to take a cruise uh, in Japan. I think I told you about yep. that. And we, did, I decided, you know what? And it was September. This coming September, it was supposed to be two or three years ago. But it got canceled because of COVID. And I said to my husband, I don't want to fly all the way to Tokyo. And then we get to the cruise ship and then we test positive or worse or worse you could get on the ship that's exactly right and go to maybe one or two ports somebody else could test positive you have an outbreak and it ends the cruise for everybody that's right they have to return on a cruise and oh it did yeah producer ray just went on a cruise and he got covid from the cruise yeah well, there you go. Did he fight anybody? Did he get in a threesome with anyone? I don't no, but... think so, but you never know with Ray. <laughs> yeah, that's true, with Ray. But he said he was, like, in the in the pools, in the casino, in the buffets. and See, that makes sense. That's how you get COVID. Yeah, that, that's, yes. And you are, you may not want to admit it, but you're basically living with these individuals in a relatively closed environment. Ray said there was 4,000 people on his Royal Caribbean cruise that he just went on. Where did he, do you know where he- He went to the Bahamas. Of, yeah, he went to the Bahamas. I've been on that cruise, yes. It, that He's not exaggerating at all. He probably went on the same ship as I did, where they have the mall in the middle yep, of the ship. Yep, that's the one he went on. Yep. The SS hell no? <laughs> <laughs> but the flip side is, pre-COVID, there are, it can be as great so as you want fun. to be. So much fun, absolutely. And what, here's the best part for cruising- you get to sample portions of the world, and if you want to come back later and spend more time, you can do that. Like, for example, when my wife and I went to Aruba, we hated it. We couldn't understand it. But we can say we can skip Aruba next time. Uh, I loved Barcelona, and I had been there before, and I couldn't wait to bring my wife to Barcelona. We had went on a cruise, a European cruise, and we stopped in Barcelona. She loved it. We would go back to that. We loved Rome. So it gives us opportunities to experience locations Short, we may spend a day or two in port, and then you can realize, okay, we want to come back and spend a week here. That's exactly how we feel, because people will say, well, why do you want to do that? You're not spending enough time. I said, it's just giving us a little bit of a taste of all these places, and if we want to go back, then we can spend the week or two weeks there. Right, because if we were dropped off in Spain, 
there's there are limited places that we can hit in a certain amount of time, right. especially if you're not familiar with the terrain. When we went on our European cruise, we hit France, we hit Spain, um, and at Mallorca, we hit a number of places so we can say, hey, this is where we want to go next time. This is where we just rather not come back to and so forth. And it gives us a, a nice smorgasbord sampling, almost buffet style of the world if you want. But post-COVID, it, it's fundamentally changed the concept of whether a cruise would be as enjoyable, especially when you throw in brawls and everything. I'm being serious now. The, the prospect of, of violence on a cruise ship is a real downer for me. And that's part of the reason why I try to stay away from Carnival Cruises, because it caters to a different clientele. It's really different. I hate to be a snob, but if I'm going to pay all that damn money, the last thing I want to worry about is a bottle coming at my head. You need to promise me that you're going to try a river cruise. A river cruise once you're once COVID. It's Wait, never going to go away. What is a river but... cruise? I mean, we have heard all about the big boats and the malls and the cruise. So What's a, a, river cruise? a river cruise is there's about 200, 250 passengers, and you are cruising a river, so it is much smoother. And you are you basically you have instead of just looking at the ocean and that's it. You're going through these towns, and so there's constant scenery. And then you get off. You don't really need a tender anywhere. You just get right off in different places. Explain tender, because most oh, people may so not know that. You don't get on a little boat that takes you. Because you, the, the big ship can't you, go all to, to a port right, all the time. Right. They and then you have to get on a bus and drive yeah. far away. So it's just a completely different, just a totally different experience. And as I said, much smaller. Is that like the Jungle Cruise? Actually, yeah. yeah. No, that's okay. a good comparison yeah, that, that point. Is, yeah. yeah, yeah. You can look at it that way. You can, yeah. It's uh -huh. a smaller scale, like riverboat cruises, things like that. Is it? Is it the same? I don't know. Grander as as no. No, so you don't uh, have nope. all the nope. entertainment. Nope. You don't have. So you, don't have no. you don't have the. You don't have a casino. casino. Yeah. Right. So this is just if you want to be on a boat. And you want to go and experience different places in a different way, and you want to have the scenery instead of just looking out at the ocean. What river were you on, Deborah? Um, I went on the Danube, and let's see, I did the Rhine. Oh, really? Yeah. The Blue Danube? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, those are the two that I've done. We're serious with our cruising. Yeah, we are. All right. I've been to Alaska and Mexico on a cruise. I did Alaska many, many years ago. I think we're doing Alaska next. Alaska's oh, incredible. you're going to love Alaska. Yeah. I ziplined up in Saskatchewan. What? Yeah, it was pretty cool. I did ziplining when I was 18. That was a long time ago. I will never do that again. What? My kids Almost busted my ass. <laughs> my gra my grandma again. got stuck in the middle. Oh, like God. she didn't Thank have you. enough momentum. Thank you. <laughs> it, was, it was really funny. <laughs> there are things that I've done that I just don't have any desire to do again. I've been on a carnival cruise. I just have no desire to be on a carnival cruise again. You know, not only might I, might I catch COVID, you know, with a brawl and everything. You're going to get punched in the face. Yeah, I, I don't need to catch a fist. I just don't feel like doing that. Because if I'm going to go on a cruise, I need to be comfortable. I want to feel like I don't have to drive anywhere. I can go ahead and get liquored up and fall asleep. I don't have to worry about anything. That should be my mindset. And I have to worry about going like to a nightclub here in L.A. where a fight might break out or something. I paid too much damn money at that point to be dealing with that. I understand. This River Cruise next for Mo Kelly. Yes. Hold me to it. This is the John and Ken Show. Mo Kelly in for John and Ken. KFI AM640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Mo Kelly in for John and Ken. Just in case you're not familiar with me, I'm hosting the Mo Kelly Show Saturdays and Sundays from 6 to 8 p.m. And last segment, we were having this discussion about cruises. And Angel Martinez, I know, is doing traffic. Angel, can you hear me right now? 
I sure can, Mo. First, um, happy Independence Day weekend. How are you? Oh, good. Hey, thanks. Um, happy Independence Day weekend to you, too. Good to hear you on for John and Ken. Well, I appreciate that. And I know that you had tweeted and shouted out uh, Tuala and me because he said the USS. <laughs> Hell no. Hell and I know no. we've had some cruising discussions as well. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, have we de- have we uh, deterred you from going on any cruise? Well, I'm not a big cruiser to begin with, but I would be up for that. trying out a river cruise. I just don't want to be stuck on a, you know, 5,000 uh, person ship in the middle of the ocean. You, you would love a river cruise, Angel. You don't want to be oh, on I'm this sure Norwegian cruise that hit an iceberg near Alaska oh, recently? Yeah. Yeah, I think I'll pass on that. But uh, give me a river cruise any day. I mean, um, like my mother's gone on a bunch of them and just absolutely loves them. And they just look really nice. So I would do that any day. Okay. Just make sure you don't get in a threesome and don't get in a brawl with 59 other people. Can you promise me? Yeah, I don't think I'll be in that that crew. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about this? If you're listening right now and you want maybe $1,000 to your next cruise, we got you. Now, your chance to win $1,000. Just enter this nationwide keyword on our website. Credit. That's credit. C-R-E-D-I-T. Enter it now at KFIAM640.com slash cash. Powered by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you're hurt in an accident, winning is everything. Call the winning attorneys at Sweet James. 800-500-5200. That's 800-500-5200 or SweetJames.com. Winners will be notified by email, so make sure you check your spam and junk folders to see if you've won. Be sure to listen to KFI AM 640 for the winning keyword every weekday between 9 a.m. and the 5 p.m. hour. Your next opportunity to win $1,000 maybe to your next cruise in about 60 minutes. And speaking of cruises, there is another story which is actually connected to this and relevant in nature. Um, I thought we lived in an age where we had, I don't know if it's sonar, I don't know if, you know, we had just radar, some way we could detect icebergs so cruise ships wouldn't actually hit them like the Titanic some 110 years ago. But the Norwegian Cruise Line had a ship which hit an iceberg near Alaska. We're talking about doing an Alaskan cruise, okay? Now, I don't know if I have to worry about icebergs and going to end up on a, a wooden board like Jack in the water, and then Rose is just going to let me drown because she's selfish. It's not going to let me float on the board with her. I don't know if that's going to happen, but I don't want to end up there. A Norwegian cruise ship has canceled its nine-night Alaskan trip. Going back, we were talking about how a whole cruise ship, uh, uh, a whole trip can be canceled. In this case, it was canceled after the ship crashed into an iceberg off the Alaskan coast last Saturday. While there were no injuries and patrons and staff made it to the Alaskan dock safely, the cruise line has canceled the rest of the scheduled trip and has recently returned to Seattle. The Norwegian sun was transitioning to Hubbard Glacier in Alaska when the ship made contact with what they call a growler, the cruise line told ABC News. The growler is a small iceberg that has less than 3.3 feet of ice showing above the water and is under 6 foot 6 feet in width. After impact, the ship changed course to dock in Juneau, Alaska for further assessment. There, the company decided the cruise would be shortened and future trips 
canceled. Um, I don't know how I would respond to that. If I get on my Alaskan cruise and I'm scheduled to go to Alaska for a convention in 2023, and I may tie it to a cruise to make it really fun, I don't know what I would do if I get on a cruise ship and it hits an iceberg. Now, if you've never been on a cruise ship, at the beginning of every cruise, and I know Deborah Mark knows this, at the beginning of every cruise, before it leaves that initial port, they have this emergency training where you come to the top deck or whatever deck that you're uh, supposed to go to, and they give you a number, and you go to that desk, you, deck. You, some cruises, they have you put on the life jacket. And I hate that. I know it's important, especially in this case, but that's one of the things I hate because it takes forever with all those Friggin' people on the ship. I make it a point to make sure that I've had at least two drinks by the time <laughs> we get to that point. Okay, that's a good point. I'm not kidding. No, I'm not I, kidding. I get it. I and get it. And this is before you leave port. So, like, if the if the ship leaves at some 4 o'clock, they'll do this at, like, 3, 3.30. And they have everyone has been checked in. And they'll say over the intercom, everyone go to da 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 so they can do the safety display. And they have the ship leaders... The staff, they'll guide you to that point. You usually come up there with your life preserver, and they say, okay, in the event of emergency, this is where you're supposed to meet. And they line you up by your cabins and everything. It takes about 25, 30 minutes. And then after they do that, you're allowed to go back to your cabin, and then the ship usually gets underway in about another hour or so. I've been on enough cruises where that's the time to be liquored up because it's going to take a long time, and you have to be patient. You know, it's not fun. But now reading this story, I guess I'm supposed to pay attention now because they just might hit an iceberg. Well, not only that, see, this doesn't help individuals like myself who have a fear of deep, dark water. You and, too, and huh? The, and the brawls. None of this helps me to want to get on a cruise of almost any kind. My brother-in-law, my sister's husband, and he probably won't appreciate me telling this story, but I want to tell it anyway. He does not want to fly or get on a cruise ship. And I sound like, damn, I mean, how are you going to take my sister on a vacation if you don't want to fly <laughs> or get on a cruise ship? So we're trying to break him in as far as traveling, get him on a cruise ship. And we're saying, just go on a three-day cruise. Just go on a short cruise, quick turnaround. You can leave L.A., go down to Mexico, come back, and then you get a sense of what the amenities are. You can have a good time. You don't have to do a lot of preparation. It's almost like going to Vegas for the weekend, honestly. <laughs> well. No. no, I went out to paddle boat when my daughter had a duck park out in like El Monte and I was petrified. I don't even think I got away from the little border there and I had to have someone That's come out. I had to have someone ship. walk out in the water to help bring our boat back. I don't like it. You don't look, you don't even feel the motion of the ocean for the most part. You really don't. You don't feel the water moving. And if you're really savvy enough to get a cabin, which is not near the engine, you don't feel anything especially if it's a larger ship. So you don't have to worry about getting seasick or anything like that. Now you have a fool or two or eight who'll get liquored up and they'll get too close to the railing and you hear that person, they'll tumble into the water because the railing comes up to about maybe your chest. I'm done. I'm okay. <laughs> the idea of even someone else going into the water, you don't know what that does. Made me, that made me feel like, Mo, there was a bunch of bees in the studio and how that would make you feel. <laughs> I don't like the idea of even getting into the water. I don't like the ocean water touching my feet because I see to myself, what if I get swept out into the ocean when I'm at the beach? So I don't even like that. I don't like ocean water. I don't like pond water. If it's deep and dark, 
I don't know what's happened in my childhood that made that a real fear, but it's real. You need to go to the Caribbean, to the beautiful blue water yes. where you can see right yes. through it. Amen. It's picturesque. Yes. This is the John and Ken Show. Okay, if I am 640, it'll, it'll be okay. It'll be okay. It'll be okay, Twala. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Mo Kelly in for John and Ken. If you listen to the Mo Kelly Show, which I host here Saturdays and Sundays, as I will tomorrow and the next day, from 6 to 8 p.m., one of our favorite uh, segments is called When Animals Attack. We talk about stupid humans getting in the way of animals and bothering them, and they end up usually getting chewed up. And it's amazing because this whole week, people have lost their ever-loving minds in Yellowstone. You've heard Deborah Mark talk about it. You've heard Amy King earlier today report on it. They've had some three bison attacks this year to this week. Most recently, a 71-year-old woman was gored by a bull bison at Yellowstone, making her the third person attacked by a bison at the park this year. Let me just stop right there. I'm a firm believer that just because there is a bison around doesn't mean that you need to go up and say hello. Yeah. You don't need to get a selfie. You don't need to say hi. You don't need to see it in its natural habitat up close and personal. Do you remember San Diego Wild Animal Park? Yeah. You know how you would walk through it? No, you would drive through it. Why? Because it was unsafe to actually get out and be around the animals because you were food on a stick. Well, not only that, and this is something that I read all the time with these attacks in, in Yellowstone, especially by the bison, they have signs posted letting you know exactly how fast bison are, letting you know the exact safe distance, and one of the key points, and this is on every sign in big, bold letters, never, ever Turn your back, back. Yep. on a bison. I don't know if they take that as like a sign it's of disrespect. But it they is. say back away from a bison with your hands in front of you. If you turn around, that's just like, that's it. And, and here's another thing. If two people get attacked by bison at the park that you're going to, wouldn't you try not to be the third? Wouldn't you try if I go to Eric's house and the last two people who went to Eric's house got beat up, then I'm probably not going to go to Eric's house. And if I do to go to Eric's house, I'm going to make sure that I don't do anything that gets me beat up. But see, I don't know if people count that because in, in addition to this 71-year-old woman who was attacked and gored, did you see the video of the bison who went after the kid and his father and the well, guy that ran? That was personal. And, 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 and then the kid got left, so someone else had to come in and get the kid. It was insane, but these bison are letting it know Hands down, we are not here for your selfie opportunity. Well, I actually believe it is connected on some level where they view humans as a threat. You know, after the first and the second and the third person get attacked, then you should know that they are looking at you as a threat. And so the fourth person who, who should happen along will also get attacked. Yeah. I've never seen any reason to walk up on a bison ever. It's I'll drive past a bison with my windows up even, but I'm not going to get out of the car and approach one. For any reason, and I understand people have been lulled in, into this false sense of security because most days you can go to Yellowstone and there will be no incidents. Most days. But clearly this is going to be more and more frequently occurring. 
I don't want it to be on my day. I don't want my day to be the day, <laughs> the day. that a bison says, you know what? I'm going bison right now. And you're referring to this. And earlier in the week, a 34-year-old Colorado, Colorado man was walking with his family near Giant Geyser at Old Faithful when a bull bison attacked him. On May 30th, a 25-year-old woman was gored by a bison. Listen, after approaching the animal near a boardwalk at Black Sand Basin. Approaching the animal. Yet, I always say, don't walk up on me. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And I'm quite sure the animal thinks the same way. Don't walk up on me. I don't know you. Right. I don't know you. <laughs> I got my family around right. me. We're trying to eat. We're grazing, minding our business. And here you are walking up on me. And to your point, Twella, Yellowstone officials warned that people should stay over 25 yards away from bison because they are fast and other large animals at the park and give them space near campsites, trails, and boardwalks. Quote, though bison are generally more intent on grazing, mother bison are extremely protective of their calves in spring and bulls can be more aggressive in July and August during the rut when they are competing for the attention of females. Close quote. Let's stop right there. Stop right there. Don't, don't blame it on the bison just being sexually frustrated. <laughs> that they're turning around and attacking people. Well, you know, the male bison, you know, they're not getting any in the month of July and they're competing for some female bison attention. So you should leave them alone. They should be, you know, they might be a little bit unnerved. They might be a little frustrated. It might be that time where they're just not getting as much as they usually are accustomed to getting. So you might get attacked. It's not that. It's just leave them alone. Leave them yeah, alone. Leave them. I'm not going to attack someone whether I'm getting some at, at home or not. But are you more easily pissed off? Like, say, if someone cuts you off, are you like quicker to be like, you so-and-so and give them a dirty look? Or I don't think so. I don't think so. But, you know, I, I don't think that the bison, I just think if you bother bison, they're going to go bison on you. I would say so. This many bison attacks in this few uh, days apart or whatever yes. between bison and bears in, in, in a relatively close space, maybe. When we come back, we'll tell you about the bears and the sharks in just a moment. This is the John and Ken Show. Mo Kelly in for John and Ken. KFI AM 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Mo Kelly in for John and Ken on this Friday as we rush toward the Independence Day weekend. Want to remind you, the iHeartRadio Music Festival is back September 23rd and 24th at T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Two nights, one stage, live performances by Sam Smith, the Black Keys, the Black Eyed Peas, Halsey, Lionel Richie, LL Cool J, Nicki Minaj, and so many more. Even Pat Benatar. You can get your tickets right now at AXS.com. All the info is at iHeartRadio.com forward slash festival. We were talking about cruising um, earlier. And one of the things that I would do, my wife would do when we get off and go to port, especially when we were in the Bahamas, or I should say in the Caribbean, we would go to different places like the Virgin Islands. That was one time I actually did get in the water, but it was in a bay. It was like an, a, a, like an alcove, a cove where it wasn't just open water ocean. It was very shallow and very difficult for sharks and other uh, species to come into the cove, or at least that's what we were told. That's what you're told. That's told. That was the last time I actually got in any type of ocean water. And I was looking over my shoulder. I was waiting for the first body to drop. 
like in Jaws. <laughs> the first person to get pulled underwater, my ass was swimming to the shore. Okay, I don't want anything to graze me. I don't want even seaweed to even touch my leg in the ocean mm. because I think it's it's something which is trying to eat me. I say that to say. I try to generally stay out of the ocean because I see these stories like this next one, which remind me I have no business being in the ocean. I know how to swim. It's not like I'm worried about being pulled under by a riptide or anything like that. It's just that I'm worried about being eaten. When I mean by eaten, I mean being eaten. A shark attack occurred in the waters off Sanctuary Beach in uh, South Africa, off the South African coast recently. The incident involved an apparent great white shark mm. that mauled to death a male swimmer. So he wasn't out that far. He was no. not out that far. Now, this is according to the reported testimonies of witnesses who saw this happen. The adult male's body sustained lethal injuries as it was believed the shark consumed a chunk of his body. Jeez. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Local authorities issued a warning to the public to exercise vigilance and take precaution following the attack, wait, which wait, says no. to me, stay out of the water. No, no, no. But you say exercise caution and vigilance. What they're saying is if you go in the water, beware of sharks or sharks may be in the area. Yeah, that's pretty much what they're saying. They also said that there is increased security. And closure of nearby beaches next to Sanctuary Beach. In other words, they hoarded all the food into one beach. Yeah, basically. <laughs> they pushed all the food to the center of the plate. <laughs> now, South African government says the measures were meant to protect beachgoers as well as surfers and swimmers from related threats in the future. They say the incident may be the incident may be isolated, but it added to the renewed risk of shark attacks in the coastal areas off of South Africa. You don't need to tell me twice, especially if you know that you're in a shark infested area. The sharks obviously know that's where the food is. Yeah. And like most animals, I say that in the general sense, they know where the food supply is. And if this great white shark was willing to come very close to shore, just like Jaws, which was set 4th of July weekend, just want to put that out there, just right. in case you want to get in the water. If the shark knows that that's where the food source is, the shark is going to return to where that food source is. How is it you're going to close down the neighboring beaches, the neighboring ones, to where the shark attack happened, but not close down the beach where the actual shark attack happened? You don't have to go to Africa this week in Florida, a girl lost her That's leg. That's right. A shark That's right. attack. The father, the father, I beat the shark off of my daughter. Her leg is gone, sir. And it's not coming back. It's not. It doesn't grow back. She's not amphibious. The shark is already eating that. And I've, I've never been a real ocean-faring person in the sense of going to water. When I was a kid, I would boogie board at Redondo Beach or Hermosa Beach. That was something I did, not frequently, but somewhat routinely. And it was fun. But as you get older, you kind of realize, not that I expect a shark at Redondo Beach, but, you know, they've had sharks at Huntington Beach. They've had sharks at Newport Beach, close enough where I don't believe that they know that I'm not supposed to go to this beach or that beach or, you know, they're going to limit their opportunities. No. That, it's just weird how we have no respect for verified danger. 
Mm. It, it, I mean, it, after uh, someone loses their leg, it's dangerous. Okay, yeah. it, we yeah. should be able to agree it's dangerous going into the water. We don't want to acknowledge it. But, yeah, it actually is. And I'm not going to be the person who's going to be out there in the wrong place at the wrong time. I'm just not. Because after a certain point, they realize that, okay, this is where the food supply is. And that's just, there's certain things that we as humans do that just don't make any sense. That's going in the water, going where sharks are. And then there are things which humans do to animals. You mentioned Florida, right? Yep. Florida wildlife officers have had a clash with Florida sheriff's deputies for shooting a black bear, which, quote, was never a safety hazard. Now, reading the story, you'd think they're talking about people, not bears. Sheriff deputies shot and killed a, quote, unquote, nuisance black bear in southeast, southeast Florida Saturday, resulting in a public outcry and a dispute with the Florida Fish and Wildlife Commission over the handling of the matter. Residents... First spotted the black bear. Why do they keep emphasizing the race of the bear? This is so racist. They first spotted the bear on June 18th around 8 a.m. in the Saratoga Lakes subdivision of Royal Palm Beach and reported it to the Palm Beach Sheriff's Office. The bear wasn't doing anything. They reported it to the sheriffs. Seem familiar? Mm -hmm. A PBSO deputy was dispatched to the area at 8.08 p.m. That's Palm Beach Sheriff's Office, where he saw the bear walk into some bushed and later along a canal, according to a press release. The bear entered a backyard and climbed a tree with a baby swing in it and a trampoline below it. Eventually, the bear climbed down and walked into the bushes. Quote, I just looked out my window and saw a bear on my patio. The worries were simply just keeping my family safe and alerting my neighbors to stay inside. The sheriff's office did a great job of being on site and keeping everyone calm, close quote. For two hours, the bear ambled around the neighborhood as more sheriff and fish and wildlife officers arrived. Sometime after 10 a.m., this is two hours later, the bear climbed a large pine tree and stayed in the tree, roughly 50 feet off the ground. Now, mind you, the bear doesn't know whose property is what. Yeah. Quote, the bear stayed in the tree while FWC officers stood at the bottom of the tree to make sure the bear did not climb down. So that you're going to hold the bear up in the tree. What is mm-hmm. the bear supposed to do? Right. PBSO's role was to assist the FWC officers until they were able to locate a trapper, tranquilize the bear, and relocate it. Deputies stood at the safest distance, maintaining a visual of the bear, making sure it didn't run away. When the bear attempted to climb down the tree, the officers and deputies began yelling at the bear and hitting nearby trees to make noise to keep the bear in the tree, as if that was supposed to work. Because the bear understands what you're saying. Right. After several hours of waiting, PBSO said that no trapper or other suitable wildlife manager arrived. After two and a half hours, a biologist and others instructed us to let the bear down from the tree and observe it from a distance. After 12.25 p.m., the bear attempted to climb down the tree again. While noise initially deterred the bear, it ultimately climbed down. What happened was when the bear did finally come down and the bear did not shine, show any signs of aggression when it <clears throat> exited the tree. Nope. It was, a, it was a young bear. It was never a safety hazard while anyone was on scene. They end up shooting the bear for no damn reason. Yeah. They waited three hours while the bear was in the tree for it to come down so it could shoot it. Still not messing with anyone. <laughs> bear just out there being a bear. 
You don't know what the bear, maybe the bear wanted to play on the trampoline, getting the swings. The bear was minding its own business. It's probably the houses are in bear territory. They are, just like alligator territory. They were told by the Fishing Gaming Commission, the Wildlife Organization, hey, the bear's not bothering anybody. Do not shoot the bear. Don't shoot the bear. Leave the bear alone. We'll handle it. That's why they're fishing wildlife. Yeah. The bear starts coming down the tree. Yeah, get up that tree, bear. Get up that tree. It, no. What I want to know is, did the bear have an ample opportunity to comply with sheriff's commands? Doesn't sound like it. Sound like as soon as it came down that tree, they were like, you know what? That's it. The bear didn't have a weapon. The bear didn't have a chance to put his paws up. Nope. And they shot the bear. What does that sound like? The bear was probably... On its way home, it was in the bushes looking for some berry-flavored Skittles or something. I don't know. The bear was just on its way home. Now, see, and you wonder why people get mauled at, at Yellowstone Park, Park? This is why. This is why. Payback. This is the John and Ken Show, KFI AM640. We are live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173 or visit buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless, skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one-pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.